in an abandoned underground city at the Spanish coast near Malaga, I found a USB stick containing 300 random movies from arthouse to weird, from obscure to notorious. Now, in lockdown, it is time to watch and discuss them all in an international podcast project. Two Turks and a German, two filmmakers and a mystery man. Welcome to Mysterium Pictorum. Uh, now, now I'm recording. Are you recording too? Yep. Great. Welcome to Mysterium Pictorum episode 9. Uh, it's just the three of us again, so if you uh, Wait, listen to us... Huh? Never mind, never mind. <laughs> I it up. Were you, were you correcting my counting? Yeah, I thought it was eight. No, 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 no. It's nine. Episode eight was was about elephant. I think uh, that that error occurred because episode eight, uh, when we're recording this, isn't quite out. It, it's exporting in another tab. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've published it uh, two times now, and each time there were grave errors in there. So um, I apologize if any subscribers uh, have taken notice. Um, there will be the finished version after we recorded uh, the next episode, which is But episode like nine. Next episode is the, uh, next week. We're going to record the 10th episode and you're going to be 30. Yes, we're gonna Yay. we're gonna record uh, the 10th episode when I'm gonna be massively hangover from my third uh, hangover from my 30th birthday, which is gonna be a rave, I tell you. We're going to be we're going to be in our living room, the two of us, all day, like you know, like every day. This is how. Wait, how what, what about the cats? Yeah, oh, the yeah, cats are yeah. gonna be there too. <laughs> They're gonna yeah. be high too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do so much coke with my baby cats. I mean, Ew. well, a, a cat once a cat once uh, nicked my coke, um, but but this is of course that's a, that's a fictional story. It never happened. <laughs> coke was that? I mean, Coca Cola. You guys. Um, yeah, no. Uh, episode eight uh, was was um, intelligent and insightful, and uh, editing it, I just had the pleasure of listening to it again, and um, I, I, I caught some details I uh, hadn't even um, I hadn't even caught when we recorded ordered it uh, Paula had so much fascinating stuff uh, to to tell so um, if you guys want to listen to an informative discussion on um, world events that are um, coming up again right now I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading that the uh, Irish conflict is on again because of everybody being so bored in lockdown so they thought well remember the times when it wasn't boring <laughs> let's go shoot each other um, <laughs> Uh, so 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 yeah. If you if you if you want to hear uh, an intelligent podcast and learn something, go back and listen to episode eight because this is episode nine and we've watched another Belatar movie. Belatar uh, is sort of like uh, the the ghost of this podcast. We constantly talk about him. We've only watched one of his movies so far for this podcast, and now we've watched the second one, uh, a Turin horse. Um, Let's start the way we always start, you guys. Did we like it? Yaren doesn't want to be asked first. So, Nissan, uh, tell me about your uh, the, the extent of your love for a Turin horse. Tell it to the microphone. No, I did not like it. It was torture this time. And, like, I got the point, like, he wants... I, I'm so... I, I've been 
trying to always be very tolerant and open-minded and 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 I try to find like all the good things and the impressing things about the other uh, Bellatar movie we watched but no this was just like torture I'm sorry Bellatar but I got the point that their life is awful and um but I got the point after like 10 minutes I didn't need it to see that for two more hours. <laughs> no, I, I think that was the point as well. Yeah, right. Nishan, you just didn't get it. Um, <laughs> plus, plus uh, like, Nisan. I got it in the first 10 minutes and then I waited it to be over, but it just didn't end. Listen, uh, Nissan, last night you you you, you said uh, this is so boring and all these men they make such boring movies. When are we going to watch a movie made by a woman? And I uh, want to point out right at the beginning of the show uh, we keep referring to these films as Belatar films but he does uh, share the film by credit and uh, the directing credit with his uh, co-director and editor Agnes Raninsky and last time I Ranitsky. checked Raninsky. Ranitsky, whatever. Ranitsky. Agnes, uh, Agnes is a is a is a female name. So this is actually uh, you are trashing a female director. You are a bad feminist. Well, Jaren, why are, are you a you, better feminist? Why are you always saying now we're gonna watch a movie by Be Belatar? You <laughs> never say we're gonna watch a movie by Belatar and Agnes Ranitsky. I know. So you are a bad feminist too. Yes, yes. I acknowledge my flaws and I am willing to change. So this uh, Agnes Ranitsky and Belatar movie um, <laughs> is so boring. <laughs> no, but I think I might be a better feminist because First of all, I did look at the uh, list and I think the very first female director comes in at around 78 episodes. <laughs> so there's going to be a while. Uh, it might not be the exact number, but it's going to be a while until we get there. And secondly, I've been pushing to get co-stars that are specifically women so that we have some sort of balance because we keep drowning Nissan and she's a fragile lady that cannot defend herself <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're the best feminist I know. and as a great feminist did you love this movie uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely not no it, it reminded me of like david lynch's pointless short movies that keeps repeating itself and has no point at the end I haven't But seen those. Two and a half hours. Yes, so. it's it's long. I have the David Lynch uh, DVD box. Nissan's mom gave it to me. All the David Lynch movies are in there, and I want to watch them all. Uh, now, at the moment, our current deal is that uh, most days of the week we watch um, soapy Disney Channel ABC series. And uh, once a week, we watch a really exhausting arthouse film, which is mostly for this podcast. Um, so I, I haven't had too much time to watch all the great David Lynch stuff. They're not always Disney. They're, we watch chick flicks and then once a week. <laughs> it's mostly Disney. Is Gilmore Girls Disney too? Is Gilmore Girls ABC? I think Gilmore Girls was something else. Is Rory Gilmore a Disney princess, you guys? No, she's not. This is an important question. I bet I bet random person who was looking for a podcast about Bela Tar movies and wanted to hear something about a Turin horse, you did not expect us to talk about Gilmore Girls within the first 10 minutes. 
<laughs> All right. Um, I'm the best feminist uh, among us um, because. Um, okay, I'm not going to do this this time. Um, yeah. Come on, do it now. Now I, you teased it. Did I like it? <laughs> well, I don't think this movie wants to be liked. And I don't think art has to please. So um, I respected it. And I think that's exactly what this movie wants. I think that's the appropriate uh, reaction. And I hated it exactly the appropriate amount. And I'm sure Bela would be proud of me. And Agnes too. <laughs> okay, uh, let's re let's res resume uh, the show. Um, how did we watch it? This time, usually uh, Nissan and I uh, put off watching the movies uh, until Sunday morning. And uh, then in our home theater, i.e. our living room with, the, with an HD projector. You sound so British when you say mm -hmm. home theater. Home theater. <laughs> in our home theater, uh, we, we then have to struggle to... To keep the sun outside um we didn't this time because we watched it last night and i'm so proud of that and uh that was really good too um watching it on a on a big screen you know that's what agnes makes her movies uh for um it looked fantastic it uh, drew me right in uh it felt very um uh bad <laughs> Uh, Jaren, uh, how did you watch it? On your big uh, um, TV again? or? Also, by the way, you keep talking about Agnes, but she wasn't credited at all. And I haven't checked the IMDb page for this, but she might not be involved in this movie. Yeah, sure she was. Was she? Yeah. Because I checked the credits, I didn't see her name. Wait, I'm checking, and while I'm checking, talk about how you watched it. I watched it a couple days ago. Um, at night because I have a really shitty uh, sun coming shining into my house during the day and uh, most of my notes are based on like I want to kill myself this is <laughs> enough I'm drowning in depression and so on so it really <laughs> did so the, what it was trying to do. Yeah, exactly. The movie, the movie worked on you. No, Agnes Ranitsky <laughs> is credited as co-director um, okay, and editor. Cool. So, um, well, then at least she isn't at the end credits of the movie. So that's also sexist. Isn't she? Uh, I, I will, I will check that. Or uh, you, audience members, uh, write to us about this. Are the mm -hmm. end credits of a Turin horse sexist or not? Um, mm -hmm. Yes, it's a it's a very uh, depressing film. And before we go on describing the film, I'm going to describe a fictional film that um, I haven't made, but I would like to make. Um, in the background, by the way, um, you might hear uh, some weird noises because our cats are playing with I don't know plastic or something. Really, um, really naughty cats. And, and go away, Yahweh. Not at all. Not at all. Climate conscious as well. Playing with plastic. Yeah, I think it's a chocolate wrapper because because uh, it's Sunday. Nissan spent the day in bed eating chocolate, uh, throwing the wrappers around in the room, and now the um, the cat so is playing messy with that. When you talk like that. <laughs> well, no, it was not like that. Cat, can you go away? Okay, whatever. Um, uh, I I think after watching Werkmeister Harmonies, I was a bit uh, struck then too by uh, uh, Bilatars and Agnes Ranitsky's. Um, 
uh, way of um, making me feel really depressed and this very dark worldview and th th there is there is some kind of uh, magical realism in there too then these uh, long takes it's it, it, it all feels so very special and so very uh, very dark and and uh, very effective in, in in some ways and I was thinking about the crowds in uh, on film festivals who um, go into the new Bellata movie and of course know what they're getting into and then uh, get really depressed for two hours and I mean uh, when we watch it we we start talking about it all the time and I make notes so it's uh, not that intense but I think in a cinema I would uh, probably be very angry by the end um, And uh, uh, thinking about that, I, I uh, came up with an idea for like a one-act play or a, or a one-act movie um, in which like uh, there, there, there would be a little intro before that one act about um, about such a festival. So there's a, a, a couple of uh, film uh, jo journalists, uh, a, a woman and a guy, and the guy goes to uh, the screening uh, of the new movie of this mysterious dark director whose movies are so very depressing. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to be screened at this film festival and he goes, watches it. She doesn't go. She watches something else. And at night he comes back from that screening, walks straight to the window of the hotel and throws himself uh, out of the window and dies um, and uh, then she finds out that every single person who attended that screening has uh, right afterwards um, uh, committed suicide and the movie never gets screened again and the mysterious director disappears for a few years and then uh, he comes back with a new movie And uh, ever since uh, that, that incident, she has uh, wanted to find out what was in that very depressing movie um, that made everyone who watched it kill themselves. And the, the one act would be an interview situation in which she comes to his hotel room uh, when he's doing promo for his next movie. And she wants to find out about that very depressing movie that made everyone kill themselves. And then it goes in some horror direction. And I haven't really thought about it a lot. But isn't that, isn't that a brilliant idea? And couldn't that happen to... to uh, Bilata and Agnes Ranitsky wouldn't wouldn't people want to kill themselves right after watching their movies? Yeah, it sounds more like a story than what we watched yesterday. I would watch that because yeah. stuff is like happening. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Don't want to be a dick, but that just sounds like Ringu with extra steps. No, it does not. Because because in 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 Ringu, uh, 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 the the video kills you, and it, it it doesn't make you kill yourself because you're so depressed. So uh, debatable. No, I clearly remember an image of a girl with long hair climbing out of a television and then killing people. Sure, but you're not thinking about the symbols. I would not let Bilata and Agnes Ranitsky climb out of televisions. But maybe, I mean, that would be an idea too. No, yeah, no, but that's just the ring. <laughs> In Bilata and Agnes Ranitsky edition. Yeah. yeah the, the double punishment. First, you have to watch this movie and then they come and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you. And you, like when they come out of the screen, you feel like first you you think, oh, something is finally happening in the screen. You don't understand what's happening. You're just really grateful, and then it, not something is happening in the screen. 
what's happening out of no, the screen. You, you, know? you guys are completely ruining my idea. It's just about an interview situation. <laughs> Plus, Bellatar films aren't some 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 boxy television stuff, and 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 like on on a video, they are uh, happening on the big screen. By the way, Nissan, uh, the cat is eating your chocolate. Maybe maybe take the chocolate away from the cat so it doesn't get diarrhea again. Uh, a few episodes back, I told uh, our listeners about. Um, all the bad stuff that happens when 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 uh, baby cats get diarrhea. It's it's really terrible, and I do not want to go through it again. And uh, Nissan just put the chocolate away, but it's not really safe from the cat. Uh, the other day, yesterday, we 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 shot some scenes here, and uh, the cats really really wanted to be in that too. And I think they they really want to be uh, stars of this podcast too. Um, shall I quickly sum up the story of uh, of a Turin horse? If it takes more than two minutes, you're going to be doing a bad job. Okay, okay. Uh, then then um, uh, set up a timer. Let's see uh, how, how fast I go. Okay. And tell me when to start. Stay here with me, cat. All right. Three, two, one. Go. Okay, so there is a father and his daughter. The father owns a horse. It's a horse that in an uh, anecdote that people tell that, that is told in the beginning of the movie has kicked uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, who after that had a mental breakdown and never recovered and uh, was a vegetable for the rest of his life. And for some reason, the film asks, well, what became of the horse? Well, what became of the horse? The horse went home with, it, with its owner uh, who lives with his daughter. They plant potatoes and they eat them in a really weird way that we are going to talk about and we see six days of their lives every day something gets taken from them the horse gets ill the well uh, goes dry and in the end they don't have any more oil for light uh, and they sit in darkness being sad not eating anymore not uh, saying anything anymore the end how did i do great job great job 52 seconds okay that's That's all right. Uh, yeah. the, the the whole film feels like like um, when you when you when you uh, conventionally structure a story like w w if if you use uh, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey or the Hollywood version of that by uh, Fogler, I think. Then uh, in the beginning you have uh, everyday life in which uh, there is some problem. For example, very classic would be uh, we we have the everyday life of a peasant type person who is very bored and it's 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 this drab, depressing. Uh, boring life and then the uh, second step is uh, call to adventure uh, so the, the 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 person the film is about um, yeah in this one there is no call to adventure exactly it's two hours long everyday life so 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 this kind of structure has 12 steps um, and we <laughs> the, it, it, the it's first step two hours two hours first step eating chocolate <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Exactly. This. This is just. Just that first step. Yeah. Right. Isn't. Isn't it really depressing? And um, I. I think that's what the film is about. Like Bilatar says, uh, the, the the lives of these people. It's it's so 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 terrible, and they are trapped in there. But I think the film also, like I thought all the time, doesn't have to be that terrible. Like get up, do something, maybe dress yourself for a change, weirdo. <laughs> Um, so those were like father and daughter. Yes. Okay, that's like really weird. That she dressed him. Yeah, and he always looked at her like, oh, are you going to give me a blowjob? He didn't. That yes, would he be, did. No, that would be too much going on in this movie. There was no sexual tension. Okay, There was maybe, no tension. Maybe oh, yeah. it was not was Belatar and Agnes Stranitsky telling, but the actor. I don't no, think, I think so. it was more hateful. 
Yes, but yes. Sexual. He was so angry with her. But it was also maybe sexual hateful. No. No, it was just it was just okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna digress again here. Uh, this is a great feminist podcast, so uh, let me tell you teenage boys how to how to uh, how to get laid. Um, a thing that that, that, that that I discovered in my teens was uh, <laughs> when when I had girls over, like oftentimes because because I would never shut up about movies, uh, they would say, "Well, let's watch a movie then. Show me a good movie." And I would say, "Okay, I will I will show you a good movie." And um, because because you know the ladies they aren't they aren't um, that brainy often. Um, that was a joke. That was a bad joke. Then, uh, uh, no, but but oftentimes I would I would show um, I would show girls I, I I had over films that would bore them. And now you would think, oh, that's a disaster, last. That's so stupid. Don't show the ladies boring movies. They will hate spending time with you. Then there will not be a second date. No, you could not be more wrong. Show them boring movies because when they get bored, they start to make out with you. Um, <laughs> that's the essence of Netflix and Yeah, the Turin Horse used to be on Netflix. It's not anymore, but I, I tell you, it, it would have worked like magic. Um, and I think, Nissan, that, that has something to do with your interpretation of this movie as sexual. <laughs> Just well, it was not like healthy sexual. It was like disgusting sexual, but I felt like the, not from her, but he was looking at her like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, he did not, and he did not make that yeah. that noise. But uh, let's let's go into another uh, less controversial topic. Um, why do these guys eat their potatoes like that? So um, I know I don't know it from the movie. I know from Wikipedia that these two are potato farmers. So I would assume they know a thing or two about potatoes, and they have these beautiful giant potatoes that they boil, and that's it. They boil the potatoes, then they sit down and they eat them with their hands without salting them, without doing anything to them. So um, no, the guy did salt his potatoes in the no, end, right? No, I mean he did every now and then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just a, 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 a tiny pinch of salt. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's right. But that that was the thing that I discovered in the end. But usually they would just. Uh, Uh, mash the, the, that potato with their dirty hands and then <laughs> stuff it into their mouths while it was still uh, very very hot. There was there was uh, what what it's not fog but um, you know what I mean. There was that foggy stuff that water becomes when it when it's really hot. You know, you guys. It was in the air. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know what you mean, but I, I also don't know the English word for it. Maybe it's fog. Yaren, Yaren, you 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 live you used to live in 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 the US. What's the word? Steam? Steam! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that's the kind of language skills <laughs> that living overseas gives you. <laughs> And he was like, Steam? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So self-righteous. The, the, the steamy potatoes. with you? <laughs> they stuff, stuff them in their mouths. The guy, by the way, uh, when he was eating, I mean, you can really pay attention to details in, in Benata movies because you <laughs> see them for a while. He was Closing yeah, one option. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you will see. Well, well, there is one other option, but um, yeah. yeah, I was talking about whatever. Um, uh, he was, uh, by the way, ca casting of the guy was amazing. Just I really like the way he looked and acted. Yeah, I think he works with Bellata a lot, and so does she. She's the daughter from uh, the Man from London, and he was in a Man from London too, but I don't remember what uh, role he played. He reminded me of Quasimodo. Ooh. 
because of the eye thing, because he closed one eye and the other eye was mm. open when he was shoving those steaming potato yeah. things Especially into... Especially when he ate the steaming, now we like to say it, no? <laughs> it was a very steamy scene, by the way, too. The it was so... scene when he was eating the steaming potato, um, like, uh, 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 you know, I'm making noises so people who are listening to the podcast can have a picture. He looked like Quasimodo. Yeah, we, we should start... Or an ugly Robert Pattinson. We should start reenact the movies we watched. <laughs> An ugly Robert Pattinson. By the way, this movie, uh, like visually, uh, reminded me of The Lighthouse a lot. And he did not uh, just remind me of Robert Pattinson. He mostly reminded me of um, uh, the other one, William Dafoe. William William Dafoe in in The Lighthouse. That whole role came straight out, yeah. out of the Turin horse. But you don't have to say ugly William Dafoe because. It's enough when you say William Dafoe, no? I didn't say ugly William Dafoe. <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, what? Anyway, it was a bad joke. Willem Dafoe is a beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe is a beautiful man. Don't, don't, don't be sexist, neither. Yeah, don't, don't be lookist. Plus, don't be wrong. Willem Dafoe is smoking hot. <laughs> but uh, Robert Eggers, we found you out. We call you out. You just plain stole uh, Agnes Ranitsky's movie, um, which is which is uh, uh, which is terrible. Don't don't do that. And but you just edit some. It was not boring at all. It was a great movie. Yeah, it was an American remake, you know? There is the there is the, the, the challenging European original and then some American comes, shoves fart jokes in it and, <laughs> and puts it out. <laughs> Um, okay, so be, be, because that too was about two people being uh, uh, locked in a, in a closed location in a, in a steamy because um, of because house. of a sto storm. I mean, yeah, he stole from Bergman and Tar. I mean, those are the best people to steal from. Um, he, he's like uh, Robert Eggers is like the 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 art house Tarantino. Don't you guys agree? Yeah. Jaren doesn't, or Jaren just went away. I'm thinking, but no, I don't think I agree. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel too tired to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Watching it was challenging enough. Just, I've been looking at my notes and it's all about complaining about watching the movie. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, let's let's share some potato <laughs> recipes to to uh, <laughs> to get this going because um, no, you guys. Uh, you mustn't eat potatoes like that. Uh, Germans in Germany get called by the Turk minority here. Uh, we get called potatoes. That's the very racist term that we get attacked with <laughs> by um, really? by your kid. Yeah. Yes. Did you not know about it? No. Now, nowadays, um, in German, everyone calls like if if a German acts like German, German yeah. Alman, like we like German and Turkish oh. Alman. So it's uh, now like okay. for like two, three years, right? Or maybe yeah, even my, longer. Maybe five years. Like Alman is new. It's a term in German. Germans also say the word Alman. But but before uh, that I, I, I thought Alman came to Turkish from German. What? Mm. That's no. I don't know. I didn't know. But Alman is like new in German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the new der uh, der uh, derogatory term for Germans. The new racist term that you you people use. Mm -hmm. But before that, <laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you think I mean. Yeah, exactly what you think I mean. Um, but before that, it was potato. There was like kartoffel. There was this viral video in in which uh, a, a German Turkish uh, boy explained why that is. So he said, um, "Turks, you know, they only eat kebab." <laughs> 
which which there is, is not true. So he said, we, we only eat kebab. And in that, there is beautiful fried meat that looks like our beautiful hair. And there's, there's this, this, this bread and it has like a, a brownish tint, but it's also very light, like our beautiful skin. And then Germans, they only eat pig and potatoes. And you can see that because their skin looks like pig skin and their hair has the color of potatoes. So, uh, ugly German potatoes. So that became the, uh, the thing to call Germans. Really? I didn't know it was because of the video. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, uh, I, I got shown, uh, the video and I found it really funny. Like, I learned um, the word Kartoffel potato, like, as an insult to Germans before I, even I learned German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so as a as a German myself, uh, <laughs> German? I have do, to do say, do you get offended when we say potato lives? No, I love potatoes, <laughs> and I am very possessive of potatoes. And uh, now I'm going to share my best German potato <laughs> recipes. Um, so you don't just have to boil the potato. Boiling the potato can be very, uh, very sad, but, but not every, not, not all the time. If you have a boiled potato, just don't eat it just by itself with salt or anything. I mean, that's, that's depressing and it don't ha doesn't have to be that depressing. There, there is a, a, a great German ingredient and it's called Quark. <laughs> Quark is made is. from, from, uh, cow milk. Uh, it's, it's a bit like yogurt, but it's more, uh, healthy. No, there's more substance to quark. There's more iron in there. Uh, it's very good for you. Like when you get older, you should like become a comedian in, in Hollywood. Like you have to dress up as a German, like with mm -hmm, socks mm -hmm, and you know how do you say sand, sandals mm -hmm. and and like with a um um what's hemmed uh, with a shirt. Like but hemmed like. With a shirt shirt, not a t-shirt, but a shirt. You know, you know what you, what I mean. And you have to I'm like a picturing Hawaiian shirt. No, 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 a plain like, shirt. No, not a plain shirt. A proper shirt <laughs> with, with caro, with, 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 uh, you know, lines. You have to crossing have like a late, now, like, late night show in this yes, accent. Yes. <laughs> right now I'm too young to be a comedian, but, but one day, <laughs> no, one for, day. For this you character, you're enough. too young. For, for this character. For, for this character, I can, I can pull off this character. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Uh, you could, you could eat your boiled potatoes with quark. Quark is very, very healthy. Um, then and you could like have, sorry for my chocolate shock, but you could have like, um, in every episode of your German late night show, you could have like a potato recipes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I don't even know if Germans actually do eat more potatoes than Turks because, uh, if you go into a kebab place, uh, and they, they will always have a meal of the day and the meal of the day will always be on every day. And I don't know why they why they even call it the meal of the day, and they just don't say it's potatoes <laughs> with meat and 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 vegetables. It's always oh the surprise meal of the day. What might it be today? Yeah, it's potatoes we with veggies. We love potatoes. Potato burek is great. Yeah, but no, you only eat kebab, and that's why you look beautiful. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, boiled potatoes, maybe with quark. You guys, quark is amazing. Um, no, then Germany is the leading producer of potatoes in 
the EU. See, see, we know our stuff when it comes to potatoes. So they could also bake the potatoes or fry the potatoes. I don't see why they could not do that. And I mean, a fried potato, that's that's a beautiful thing, you know? I'm sure they could grow onions too to go with the fried potatoes. Or they could make like potato salads because they made um, like... Schnaps, schnapps, palinka. Palinka uh, from fruit. So they could make uh, from fruit vinegar and then they could make potato salad. So it would be refreshing uh, new food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 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 potato fa salad with vinegar. That's 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 nice. That's better than just having the plain potato. Yeah, then share your potato <laughs> recipes with our listeners. Well, mine is really easy. You just have to mash them after boiling them. Add some salt and two whole lemon juice. That, that that sounds fantastic. See, and it, yeah. it's it's not it's not that they are poor because because all these recipes uh, have have uh, not very many ingredients. It's all very cheap. It's easy to make. Uh, they do not have to be this depressed, Agnes and Bela. It does not have to be this bad. It's their um, own decision. Germans each eat much more potatoes compared to Turkey per capita. Oh, interesting, interesting. Uh, but, yeah. but but I think uh, German Turks, they eat the most potatoes of them all. Or like um, people who like eggs, they could make like with the potatoes egg omelette. Oh, yes. Ooh, Spanish omelette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And also they had that giant horse. I mean, no. potato with horse. That would be nice. No. The horse was dying anyway. No. So much stew to make there. No. I think it wasn't dying. It was just depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be? <laughs> Probably the horse also just got potatoes with nothing. Yeah, I think because, I mean, they're poor to the bone. They don't have shit. They eat, I assume, one potato per day. And they don't even finish that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for that, <laughs> so I guess the horse eats what's remaining. Um, so the, that, that was the potato recipe thing. Um, so, okay, in this movie, uh, it, it starts with an anecdote about Nietzsche and then it's philosophically apparently about Nietzschean stuff. I haven't read too much Nietzsche, I have to uh, admit. And it all seems a bit overly pessimistic to me, like, uh, like this movie. Like, it, no, it does not have to be that bad. Um, but... Um, We, uh, we we recently made uh, the series F60 Kamikaze, uh, which is coming out this year sometime, uh, sometime mm -hmm. later this year. Um, and uh, when we made F60 Kamikaze, I wrote the scripts. And it, it's, it's about coming of age in a small town environment. And of course, um, I do not have life experiences this uh, depressing, but I thought mm -hmm. there's nothing more depressing than a German small town and growing up <laughs> in a German watch, small town. Uh, Bellatar and Agnes Ranitsky movie. And so there is also Ungernish small towns. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Hungarian, Hungarian small towns uh, seem to be b worse. <laughs> But uh, so so I wrote the series about about how terrible it is, and then uh, a guy who um, wanted to give us money to produce it, but then disappeared. Spoiler alert! He didn't. <laughs> Whatever. That's not what this is about. And we are in deep debt right now. Okay, that's not what this is about. He said, um, "All right, a nice script, nice dialogue, blah." But what are you saying? Like, uh, especially you're t talking to young people. What are you saying to them? You're saying, "Well, your situation is shit," and I absolutely understand why you kill yourselves all the time because uh the 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 number one cause of death 
about young adults and teenagers in German small towns is suicide. And that's sort of uh, the the um, the thought that brought me to writing the series. Um, and he said, uh, say something more productive, please. And that was, um, at first, I was like, well, what, how, what am I saying? I'm an artist. <laughs> Everything is bad. And, uh, but then I sat down and really thought about this. And um, we ended up uh, then uh, showing... Alternatives, showing up at, uh, alternatives and saying, well, uh, yeah, um, we see that many people live in depressing <clears throat> and boring situations, but that's not the worst thing in the world. And um, if you are in that kind of situation, you can make it better. Um, and we had our our uh, protagonists then... Uh, Uh, I, I don't know, they organized, a, uh, they, they, they squatted in a building and then they organized uh, cultural events and stuff like that. And um, so so it was like um, the, 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 the barbarism of uh, small town provinces is in the heads, not anywhere outside. And you can change it if you if you decide to change it. And I thought about that watching this movie because I thought, well, Agnes and Bela, what are you saying um, and, and these two people had a lot of time uh, to just sit in front of a window and um, watch the weather. Uh, and they could have used that time, I don't know, for cooking, for example, or for reading, uh, that, writing. That's the one thing. Like, if, if they don't, if they're not interacting each other with, like, true daily chores or something, They lived life like a NPC for a game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't have to be this depressing. And I think uh, to me that that significantly lessened the impact of the message of the film. But I, because I, according to everything I've read, I, and it's quite obvious, they wanted to say, look at this drab, sad life. Isn't that terrible? God and people are destroying life. And I thought, well, they don't have to. It, um, I don't know. Did you have a similar frustration? Um, of course, I mean, <laughs> you can always do something, but I mean, there's also the point that you can't really do anything outside of the house. There is nothing to do in the house also. I don't know. If, if you have that much time and are bored, then just make art, paint pictures. Write a book. Yeah. Yeah, with potato skins. Read a book. Yes, with potato skins. I know mm. a guy and he uh, makes he, he, he makes uh, pictures uh, with, with uh, orange skins. You can do the same with potato skins. Hey, It but that's like a creep, the guy you're talking about. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't he think makes, he's depressed. He makes like vaginas mm. with... With the orange, uh, no, orange. no, no, you're no. mixing up his art projects. He uh, also <laughs> photographs parts of trees that to him look like vaginas yeah, and boobs. Yeah, right. Um, how, how old is this guy? Like uh, 60, yeah, he's in his mid 60s. So. <laughs> But That's I mean, the underposed frustration can be form of art. They could go to the tree and look for parts of the tree that look like vaginas. I don't know. Do something. Yeah, they could do that as a as a father daughter uh, act. Why not? I mean, their their the one father daughter activity was her dressing him. So yes, it creeped me so out. Well, but also I um I just thought when you when you talked about like um we decided against this. When we, we when we made a film uh, which was a series about about depressing small town, um, uh, that it has to be depressed like that, that the protagonists do something against it, and we didn't get any money to make this 
story. And Bellatar got lots of money. So maybe, and uh, Agnes Franitsky, so maybe that's the right thing to do. He actually did get a substantial amount of that money uh, from uh, the German federal funding. I think almost half of it came. What, what did he spend it for on this movie? Oh, they shot this movie for two or three years because there were like so such adverse uh, weather conditions. And I think, by the way, uh, I, uh, that's the thing that that that, that one keeps forgetting by uh, while being bored by these movies. Uh, like all the, the the shot composition, the blocking, the choreography, that was all impressive as ever. It felt a bit more real this time, a bit less stagey than usual. But if you pay attention, like uh, that, there was a, um, it was all very symmetrical, for example, and uh, the stuff they did with the horse in frame without ever uh, cutting to to anything. That that there were quite impressive things going on there. Plus, they were actually shooting in this kind of storm. They were all always shooting in adverse weather conditions. They had uh, the house, the stable and the well all built uh, for the movie. Um, and those are not like uh, plastic sets. That's all made from wood and stone. That's all proper. Um, and I do think that contributes something to the movie. And I do think that's uh, that, that makes it feel, I don't know, kind of weighty. <clears throat> and it wasn't that much money too. So, um, and yeah. To, to act as it was a very sparse film, um, but but everything they did put on screen was kind of perfect. And I don't think that, I think there was a, a high level of control that they uh, exercised uh, about everything, every single tiny detail going on. Um, and I... I don't know. Now, now that you told me this, it felt kind of like how they shot the room, that stupid B movie. But there was no control over anything in the room. No, I mean, my point is that they spent tons of money for like unnecessary detail, which they could easily find a set or something, an actual house that exactly looks like this, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, but, 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 but there are like, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the realness did add, um, I wouldn't have made this movie, um, But, 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 but I, I, I do have to, uh, sort of respect it still. And I think, um, I, I think especially when, when we're talking about, um, stuff like, um, art direction, um, and all these, these things, uh, these things being, uh, built for that film, um, I, I think that's a that's that works on a very subconscious level. Um, for example, uh, if you compare The Witch by Robert Eggers, um, to, Uh, the recent Hansel and Gretel movie by uh, Oz Perkins. Um, Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel, yeah, right. Because um, <laughs> it's feminist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but in The Witch, everything is built uh, like, like, like it would have been built in that period. And uh, they, they really went to great lengths um, of ensuring every detail was right because Robert Eggers is into that kind of stuff. And in Gretel and Hansel, they didn't. Um, and that makes a major difference. Uh, the movies are quite similar in what they are trying to do. And The Witch just does it better in every way. Um, I, I love Gretel and Hansel too, but The Witch to me is, is quite, quite the masterpiece. I think this, this kind of detail does make a difference, but But not if the detail is like the only thing, because you don't like The witch just because of these details. 
And when you say, um, now maybe I'm going to sound like really shallow and ignorant towards like those kind of movies, but when you say we have to respect that kind of film, does this film respect its audience? <laughs> that's yeah that's a that's a good question um i don't so know why should i i mean this is clearly why, why art and movies Lars? Why, why what <laughs> but i mean I, i also don't respect this movie because <laughs> i wanna i i wanna trigger bellatar and agnes Just come, come join to the podcast. <laughs> discuss with us. Yeah. Um, okay. You, you guys discuss the general, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, outside surface level stuff with them. Okay. Um, I'm going to propose the following discussion to you, yeah, Bela, just Agnes and Laszlo. No, 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 no. Yeah, let me, let me finish my se sentence. Let me finish my <laughs> sentence. So this film was about, was about you Nietzsche. You need a scarf and a hipster glasses. So, um, Bilata is, is working quite exclusively with the uh, Hungarian, novel, uh, Hungarian novelist Laszlo Krasno Horkai. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Laszlo Krasno Horkai, I don't know, or Krasno Horkai, or, you know, Laszlo. Let's call him Laz. Laz. <laughs> Bell and Laz. They are, they are, Lazy. they are lads. They are, they are buddies <laughs> and they work together a lot. And, uh, he, uh, Bilata adapts, uh, Laszlo's novels. And, um, so uh the 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 first uh like the 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 first grain of this movie um came about when uh, Laszlo to to uh, told Bela that story about uh Nietzsche defending a poor horse uh, from its uh brutal uh, rider um in 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 Turin Turin in Turin um and uh um The, uh, about how Nietzsche after that had his uh, breakdown um, and and then uh, uh, lived out the uh, remaining 10 years of his life uh, a vegetable. Um, and Bilata, being Bilata, uh, right after that that anecdote asked, well, what became of the horse? Which to me is a very, very Bilata uh, thing to ask, right? <laughs> but I missed that, sorry. What, what did he ask? He asked uh, what, what became of the horse. Ah, okay. Yeah. So this is the movie about uh, what did become of the horse. Um, so And nothing, apparently. Yeah, I think that's great that he focused on the horse from the story, but then give us something. You can just say, but what about, uh, I don't know, like, um, uh, what about... Uh, like, what happened to Lady God Ivers? Yeah. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So he made this movie about this family with a horse uh, and and his intention was to illustrate a bunch of Nietzschean philosophical points by that. So there is a guy coming by the house. He wants schnapps. He tells about uh, a, a, a village nearby being completely destroyed by the storm. And then he blames the gods and, uh, and, and uh, mankind. Um, which Bilata talked about being a sort of response to Nietzsche's God is dead. Um, so I guess you could say that Nietzsche says God is dead. Bilata says God isn't what we'd hope for. And um, again, going back to the whole thing about things not necessarily having to be this bad, these people could make it better for themselves. I would suggest the following. I would say, let's make God. So these are three distinct philosophical uh, 
um, standpoints. And Bella and Agnes, come on the show, debate that with me. <laughs> Because I think my point is more proactive and uh, productive and uh, all around better. Yeah, I mean, um, you could like invite them and Jaren and I, we could be like the two cynical Turks who, who want to provoke and... Uh, trigger them no, uh, I, i currently i just want to be in the same room with them and throw potatoes at them <laughs> or make them eat plain <laughs> boiled potato <laughs> um like really hot plain uh, boiled uh, potato mm, like mm. they they just come out uh, uh steamy like pot. steamy potatoes <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did you guys notice the endless sound loop uh, of the storm in the background? It was always going hoo 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 hoo. Yeah, and That, also yeah. yeah no, no, I just wanted to say I also in the beginning I thought the soundtrack was good. Yes, it was nice. But it and was it also makes a you loop. Hate itself. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, 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 that's true. It was it was like one minute of soundtrack that got repeated for yes. two hours. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the point, I guess. I think uh, Bela and Agnes are severely depressed and they want everyone else to be too. And it's you told me it was like his very last film, right? Well, he says so. I mean, he's still alive, but he said he's ah, going to okay. retire. He made some shorts uh, after it. I've seen one of the short. Doesn't feel short. Uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you what you it's about say. you guys you guys that chart is about people standing in line at the end <laughs> it's a very long line <laughs> and they don't it's not like they interact and there's stuff happening in that line no they just stand there so the thing is bella you are kind of a funny guy but yes and there were jokes in this movie too There were funny jokes in this, in this. But I thought really like from the man from London, that was way funnier. I, I really, I, I thought that was exhausting, but that one I enjoyed so much better than this uh, Turin movie thing. I, I think I like this this one better than the man from London because the man from London was just so full of imperfections. So when I say they, uh, they have so much control over everything in this film and I enjoy that. I didn't feel like they had that 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 level of control uh, over anything in The Man from London. Um, plus, The Man from London sort of tried, I think, uh, something that it didn't really achieve. And I think this film achieved everything it tried to do, um, even if it tried to annoy me. Um, Jaren, do you think Bilata finds German names funny? Mm, why is that? Was the guy's name German? Yes, German names come yeah. up and I think every Bellatar movie and it's always very random. <laughs> and I don't know, it feels like a joke to me. It feels like, <laughs> look at this word. Does, the, <laughs> does German <laughs> names have meaning? Uh, this one was, I, I think, Ohlsdorfer. Um, hmm. probably means something. Dorfer, that's village. Ol could mean something like... Uh, no, but it's not like Turkish names, like because like, Turkish names has like really modern meanings. Yeah, I mean... It's uh, not like that in German. German names uh, have meanings in uh, Old German, but nobody speaks hmm. that. Ohlsdorfer, um, I don't know if that means anything. It, it just sounds funny, I guess, to Bilata. I think there is a train station in Hamburg, which... Ulstorf, yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> there, 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 there's, a, there, there's a funeral. Uh, no funeral. What? Uh, 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 funeral? Uh, no, not funeral. Where? What's what's the, the the place where funerals are set? Um, 
Ja, dann you lived in the cemetery. US. Cemetery. Cemetery. There's a cemetery at the train station Ostdorf. Maybe he was yeah, in Hamburg. Maybe. Bela, were you in Hamburg and didn't pay me a visit? I'm your number one fan. Are you? I don't know. Um, the atmosphere, by the way, uh, did remind me of Salad Fingers. Um, ja, dann have you watched Salad Fingers? Uh, no. My God, guys, uh, Nissan hasn't watched Salad Fingers either. What was going on in Turkey when Salad Fingers was 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 a thing? I think Nissan, you were even in Germany when Salad Fingers was was a thing. I watched it. You and the girl who had a crush on you showed me together, <laughs> and you were both <laughs> laughing and giggling. And I thought, what the fuck? This is not funny. But I tried to pretend that I find it oh, funny too. Yeah, so. I, I know this stupid. I, I don't know. I can't take these kind of shit like the Charlie the Unicorn and all that. Salad Fingers is better than those and it's not supposed to be funny. It's really creepy. It's like uh, when 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 uh, David Lynch would make uh, an animated series, it would be Salad Fingers. Salad Fingers is set in a post-apocalyptic environment, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's very, very artsy. Very weird things happen to very weird characters. And it's also very slow and there's a weird soundtrack and it reminds me a lot of a Turin horse. And um, <laughs> if anyone ever should adapt a Salad Fingers to a uh, uh, um, live action feature film, that person should be me because I can appreciate both Salad Fingers and a Turin horse and I would do it in the Belatar style and if I don't get to do it, I want Bela and Agnes to go now and adapt Salad Fingers. By the way, uh, random question, do we have David Lynch in, in the list? No, right? I don't think so, no. David Lynch oh. is far too mainstream for <laughs> our drive. Well, well, then we have Blade. Yeah, I think we definitely have the uh, that the best one. Whatever is the Lost Highway. Really, we have that one. Yeah, nice. You guys, I think I, I'm I'm going to theorize now about uh, who compiled uh, the USB drive because um, it's all very art school, right? It's all very very uh, underground, but but um, but but, but uh, brows held high. And then there's some random, uh, really trashy movies in there. The kind that that like uh, film art snob would maybe say, "Let's reevaluate this because this is a mm -hmm. an accidental masterpiece," you know. Uh, no, I think it's just a guy from Malaga. No, no, I think I, I think it's, uh, it's like a, maybe it's a British or German tourist who was in Malaga and who, who thought, oh, I'm going to watch all these movies while on the beach. No, I'm going to mm -hmm. download all these movies because you told us that it's uh, less complicated in Spain, and then he oh, forgot yeah. it. Ah. But it's definitely a guy. I'm sure about that. It's yeah, not a woman. <laughs> no, no, I think I, I think it's a uh, art art house film snob woman from the university in Malaga. No, I'm throwing if that it out was there. the case, it would be full of female directors. But yeah. we have Agnes and there's Maya, there's, there, there's Maya <laughs> Deren too coming up. movie? No, there, there, there is lots of, um, uh, I don't know, there's a, a whole photo of Maya Deren. Also, a there's guy. a Nightmare on Elm Street film that was uh, directed by a woman. I think it's a guy who was like a tourist uh, on his spring break. It's a teenager or, or no, it's not a teenager. teenager on 20, spring break would download Bilatar movies. No, 20-year-old <laughs> college kind of student who is now in his pretentious face. And um, he's he downloaded it and he forgot it because he was so wasted. <laughs> and he, he, he doesn't remember that he downloaded it. And he, maybe he will listen to this. But 
podcast. But why was he in I those tunnels? I think my theory is because he was wasted. It was a British guy. No, no. I think I think that 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 Spanish film major from Malaga. Uh, she was looking for a place uh, to. I don't know. Maybe she wanted to open a cinema, and she was she was taking a look around uh, that underground city. Maybe she wanted to revive it. Maybe she has by now. Maybe Torox is a better place now. No, I think my theory is more realistic. I think Bilata got to you guys. There's no hope in your world. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely did make me want to eat potatoes. That's, But I mean... Like, I hope better. <laughs> um, it did not make me want to ride a horse because it was a terrible horse. Can we agree on that? Terrible horse, But right? I felt sorry don't, for the don't, horse. Don't ride horses in Yes. Yeah, no, right. Do not ride horses. Uh, this, this horse too seems so tortured. The ho horses yes. are always, are always uh, kept so like sad. this. They, they, they look sad. They have terrible lives. The life of a horse is a Bilatar movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I said yesterday the life of a horse is like, um, what's Wellensittich in English? Look, just for Little the non-German non speakers, what Wellensittich, what, what the fuck is that for a word? German Why? is so ugly. Wellensittich. Wellensittich. That, Let's that see means what No, not even <laughs> Gewerdchen. Um, the ones in the case. It's yes. budgie in English. I don't know if budgie is a better word than <laughs> Wellensittich. Like Wellensittich. What's that? Wellensittich. A Wellensittich? No one says a Wellensittich. Ein Wellensittich. Wellensittich. Yes. <laughs> people, people who own uh, Wellensittiche say Wellensittich. <laughs> Dies ist mein Wellensittich. Klaus Peter. Anyways. Um, By the way, I might have been wrong. I've been down to week 160 and there's still no female director. <laughs> have you not seen Maya Deren? And plus, there's not, isn't there Nightmare on M Street? Yeah, but anyway. Ah, whatever. Terrible horse. Uh, let's go. Let's go through my notes quickly, because I think we've said everything we want to say about this movie, and we're almost uh, at the one-hour mark. Um, I was asking myself, why don't they go away from that terrible place where they live? And then they, they do go away at some point, and why do they come back? I didn't get that. I don't know, yeah. but that, but that, for example, was the best joke of the movie because yeah. <laughs> it started and it's this this Ingmar Bergman shot. It's it's this uh, seventh uh, seal shot, and you think, all right, like uh, Nissan said, oh god, this scene is gonna be they are gonna go all the way to the other side, right? And we mm. thought that was gonna happen, but it didn't because at some point mm. they just took a left and, and <laughs> disappeared, uh, and then the the the, the, the camera zoomed in on that tree for a while and then they came back <laughs> and walked back I think that was quite funny we have a similar joke in Leon Must Die when the two Which characters you can watch on Amazon Prime for free <laughs> the two characters go into a an uh, in, in Asian uh, shop to get noodles and we have this wide shot and they just go inside and then uh, the camera stays and we wait and we wait and then they come uh, back out again so great joke Bela I made that same joke Bela come to our show Bela and Agnes <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the the guy seemed a bit less than human to me because he he couldn't even dress himself and the only way he communicated was grunting. I think mm -hmm. Agnes hates men. There was even the scene where he was really like literally grunted, like when yeah. she when she dressed him, he he made sounds like <sighs> yeah. 
<laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. And then and then uh, again to that scene uh, at some point a neighbor comes and he wants to buy schnapps. Uh, stop kicking the microphone, Nissan. Oh, that neighbor made me so aggressive aggressive with his drunk uh, pseudo uh, deep talk. Yeah, we we both were reminded of things. You go first. <laughs> there is a uh, there's a monologue of the I think middle sister in Chekhov's Three Sisters when she when she talks about men like they're always drinking and talking and and eating and drinking and talking and they only listen to each other and they're always only talking about nothing so it reminds me of of her monologue Yeah, and uh, I uh, had to think of a um, a book by a novelist from uh, Ukraine. Uh, he's called Lyubko Deresh, um, and I really love his books. He's he's writing in a Lovecraftian, in the Lovecraftian uh, universe. Um, I think only three of his books have been translated to German, and uh, he has he's a big deal in Ukraine. But I cannot read his uh, books anymore, which is so sad to me because he's one of my favorite writers of all time. Um, but he has written a book called uh, I think. Um, The Worship of the Lizard or How to Destroy Angels. Um, and the, 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 that, that book is about like a depressing small town like this film. Uh, seems to be an Eastern European thing. Um, very depressing small town. And there are some young people and they uh, decide to kill their bully and uh, are surprised afterwards to find that they do not feel guilty at all about it. They just feel nothing. And that's the book, and it's a fantastic book. And in there, like uh, just like that, it wouldn't very wouldn't sound very Lovecraftian or like cosmic horror. Um, but in there, there, there's a scene in which one of the characters en encounters, I think, a junkie who tells him that like uh, the universe is evil and there's all these evil gods out there to get you, and that's where where the Lovecraftian stuff comes in. And that's basically that's the whole scene to tie it into the mythos. Um, and that reminded me so much of this scene where you have just like this, uh, uh, you, you see these depressing lives and then a guy comes in and talks about cosmic dread. He talks about the gods being evil and everything going to shit because of evil gods. Um, so th th this is after Werkmeister Harmony is the second time that I think Belatar fits the mold, uh, the mold of uh, weird fiction. This is very much a cosmic horror thing. Do you, do you, do you want to disagree? Cosmic horror, maybe, because the, the end of it shot like the universal heat death and they're stuck in limbo or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and, and then later on, another Lovecraftian thing comes in. Um, when, um, when the gypsies come, and by the way, she should have gone with the gypsies, right? Uh, the gypsies mm -hmm. offered to take her, but she didn't yeah, go. Yeah, they even gave her a book to read. They, exactly. They said, um, like, Do something with your life. And that basically. book, I want to, I want to talk about that book. When I watched the movie, I did not understand what the text was about that she was reading, but I, of, of course, read up on it. And um, Belata talked about it, and he said that book is sort of like an anti-Bible, uh, which contains, uh, I don't know, Nietzschean ideas uh, that that now she can go and read. And I thought that, again, sounds similar to me to, um, like, anti-Bible. That's the Necronomicon in Lovecraft. So this could be a Lovecraftian uh, horror story. And I think um, it, it, it definitely has all those cosmic dread elements. And, um, Bela, just make a straight horror film, please. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Or just a movie with a point. Well, I, I think there was a point, but it was communicated, like, ten minutes in. Yeah. Yeah. That's also one of my notes. This should have been done within 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
maybe it's good that 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 they now make short films that aren't feeling short. <laughs> <laughs> so Jaren, do you have a theory yeah. on why they came back? I have no idea. I mean, only one thing happened in the movie, and I missed it completely. <laughs> so I, I seriously have no idea. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know either why they came back. Nissan, do you have a theory? Why did they come back? Was it just too stormy? Um, well, uh, a, a friend, uh, a former friend uh, of me ver used, worked once in a, how do you say, like women house where like um, uh, abused women uh, when, uh, can go to a house where they've been protected and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, she told women's me shelter, women's shelter. So and, and she told me that um, like uh, th they told her um, and it was always a disappointment for her too to see that like statistically 99% of the women always went back to their husbands or partners or whatever, whatever who abused them because um, people most people are uh, feel more comfortable about what they know even though it's abuse so um i don't know i i i feel like i'm not like that but uh, i'm not here to judge so maybe those people just um were they don't know how freedom or how uh, how something else feels like and they don't feel comfortable so they rather uh, suffer in depression um, and suffer in boredom because they know what to do. They It gives them structure or it gives them, um, they're not overwhelmed in it. I don't know. So this again, a thing that does not have to be the way, uh, the way it is. Um, I have one last clever observation. Um, because because this this movie uh, was was split up into six days, uh, so it doesn't it doesn't really work. But uh, still, I'm gonna st still gonna say it. Um, what happened to them to me felt a bit like reverse Genesis, because in Genesis in in the Bible, um, uh, at, at the first day uh, God says, um, "Let there be light," and uh, from then on He makes all the other stuff. Uh, and in the end, like, uh, like, like man is last, but, uh, then before that there is, uh, animals and, uh, I, I think plants too. So, um, and water and stuff. So every day something gets taken away from them. Right. Um, and, and I, I think the, the, the horse stops eating and is, is probably going to die soon-ish first. And then the, the well dries up and stuff like that. And the last thing that gets taken from them is the light. So then I thought, oh, wow, this is like reverse Genesis. Everything is slowly, after, after everything was built up, everything is slowly taken away from them until there is nothing. And, um, I think Bilata said about this movie that, uh, When he started out making films, uh, socially conscious films, he uh, wanted to change things. And then he had to learn that you can't, cannot change things. And uh, now he feels very close to something new. And that's the end, which is such a depressing thing to say again. But um, I think I can feel that in this movie. Yes. You guys, those were my notes. Jaren, uh, do, you, do you have any notes left? Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> Do you have a oh, favorite? Oh, uh, I, I, I 
dubbed this movie as codependent realism, not magical realism. That's Co nice. Codependent realism. We have a term again. Yes, yes, yes. But it was also pr pr pretty, uh, th there was some magical realism in here. Because it seemed like the, the, the gypsies uh, had, had um, magicked the well dry. Not really, because nothing <laughs> changed then. <laughs> but, but yeah, the well went dry. That was a huge problem after they chased away oh, the yeah. gypsies. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, another point that, that like after the well dries, they can't boil the potatoes anymore. Yeah, because Why don't they just put it in the oven? I did not yes! understand that. Nothing has to be as bad as they make it. Yeah, I mean, they cook, uh, they eat uncooked potatoes because they don't have water. What the fuck? Uh, anyway. Yeah. The only quote that's worked from this movie is Mutter, ich bin dumb. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Because that, of watching this movie. That's a, that's a perfect quote for this movie. Mutter, ich bin dumm. I, I already uh, forgot it, but yeah, we left really a lot too. Yeah. And, it's a, and then we were still for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so um, who would you recommend this movie to, Jaren? Um, definitely someone who's unsure if they want to kill themselves and they can make a decision. <laughs> After watching this, it will help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will help it's you come gonna to take you, It's going to help you take that next step. <laughs> Nissan, who would you recommend this movie to? Um. Wow, I I don't know if I can top that joke. So <laughs> I think we should we should end it with Yara's joke. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Because everyone, I will now say, uh, the um, listeners will think I want them to kill themselves. Like, <laughs> okay. If I say like someone specific, you know? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, this is a movie for uh, potentially uh, potential suicide <laughs> candidates who cannot make up their mind. Um, th th that's really terrible, you guys. But uh, okay. Um, this, this is just a joke. Please don't kill yourself. Watch a Turin horse first, so you know why. <laughs> um, but no, no, you guys do not kill yourselves because there will be a better tomorrow. Yeah, great segue. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Next week we're gonna have we're gonna be watching a better tomorrow. So don't Hello. kill yourself until you listen to that episode because it will be amazing. Um, And Actually, I just saw he's the director of Face Off, which is the best Nicolas Cage movie, uh, I, not Nicolas Cage, John Travolta movie that I've seen. I think I watched that movie. I haven't. I have not. But yeah, um, I think a Hong Kong director who made a Hollywood career. Um, this is is the, uh, this is not the movie that Tarantino ripped off, right? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, I think he ripped off Internal Affairs. movie before. All right, um, we're going to read up on it. We're going to watch it. A Better Tomorrow, uh, definitely a crowd pleaser as far as I know. Um, probably mm -hmm. a bit more action than in A Turin Horse. There's not going to be much Bilata for a while now. So we have A Better Tomorrow. Then cool. we have a 2017 A24 movie, A Ghost Story. Woohoo! I think that has... Uh, that, that, Sorry. Like, yeah. Stop kicking the microphone. <laughs> we, we will sound weird. Sorry. There will be all those <laughs> noises. And then people will think, oh, that last guy, he cannot record. And it's because of you, because you keep <laughs> kicking the microphone or going into another corner of the room and speak from there. And well, whatever. Uh, it's all Nissan's fault. If this uh, uh, so uh, podcast sounds weird, um, 
It's only I take the responsibility. So, it's okay. A ghost story is coming up. Then a film called A Street Cat Named Bob. That looks like a funny film about a cat, which I don't know why this is in here, but um, I'm glad it is. Um, then after the rehearsal by Ingmar Bergman, no idea. I have not seen that movie. It's from his late phase. And then and then comes uh, Alice by uh, Jan Schwenkmeier. I always wanted to watch that. Jan Schwickmeier. I have no idea what that is, but okay. Yeah, I have no idea. That's the, the, the stop motion, Alice. Okay. Oh, yeah, cool. The, I like stop motion, but I don't know what the stop motion Alice is, but great. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. Um, and then a bunch of other movies. So next time, A Better Tomorrow, we're watching an action film again. Um, and I have a feeling that uh, Jaden will be the one who likes this uh, next movie most uh, among the three of us. Shall we? Shall we take bets? Is it because you're sexist? Uh, yes, yes, because I am <laughs> sexist. I, I cannot really um, apply that statement to my statement, but uh, <laughs> if in doubt, whatever I said is because I am sexist. Yes, I'm really looking forward to the movie after that because I like a twenty-four. Oh yes, a ghost story, and I'm uh, really looking forward to the to the cat movie. Whatever we've talked for a <laughs> while, um, I hope we didn't disappoint too many listeners who uh, subscribed after listening to our uh, <laughs> elephant discussion. We will have Paula back <laughs> at some point, so keep subscribed. <laughs> And and we 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 will probably try to 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 have more guests in the future because I I really liked uh, having someone who really has to say something about the movie we watched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, or if anyone that's listening great. wants to be a guest, yeah, they yeah, just jump in. If you guys want to be guests, uh, just uh, shoot us a me message. Um, if you go to my letterbox profile, Lars Henriks, um, there's a list uh, of all the movies we're going to watch on uh, Mysterium Pictorum. And you can just pick one. We are going by uh, alpha, uh, alphabetical order. Um, but the the original folders on the USB drive, them in alphabetical order. So it's not the same alphabetical order as on Letterboxd, whatever. Um, if you tell us there's a movie you want to watch with us, we will just um, watch that uh, before it's uh, up. So, um, yeah. Yeah, also, especially female directors. Yes, that yeah. and also I, I just thought we have lots of Turkish subscribers. I think because of the Mystery Man, but we we're gonna watch like Turkish movies too. So if there is someone who wants to yeah, be a guest, there's only one or two, I think. There's uh, Once Upon a Time in Anatolia by the Turkish mm -hmm. Bilatar. Yes, I'm looking forward and, to and, and watch it. Y'all, oh, uh, Yolmaz Güney. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. yeah, whatever. Uh, whatever movie you want to watch uh, with us, just check that list um, and uh, shoot us a message. You can find out everything about me uh, on www.larshenriks.de. We forgot that in the beginning this time. Um, I, I, I'm a filmmaker and uh, writer from Hamburg, by the way. Uh, Nissan, anything to plug? I'm a filmmaker and actress. You can find me on Instagram. My name is Super Nissan because uh, I actually Super Nissan, Super Nissan. <laughs> actually, I want to leave Instagram too, but my favorite German rapper is following me, so <laughs> that's why I need to keep uh, on Instagram. No worries, Lars. <laughs> Didn't your favorite German rapper just uh, post a video about wanting to kill himself? Whatever. Leave Let, him. Let's make him watch <laughs> Turin Horse. He should watch Turin Horse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but this is going to be so unfunny if he's dead next week. No, 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 he's not going to be dead. Um, so that's why I have to keep um, stay in Instagram for a while. Maybe he's going to ask us to play in his mu music videos. You don't know, Lars. Yeah, and wouldn't that be awesome? Yes! Yeah. But I am also... I'm never going to show you any German rappers again. <laughs> uh, but, um, no, I was uh, saying now I'm distracted. But I'm also kind of anti-social media right now. I want to leave, actually. Um, you can also follow... You can find my and last work. We work together. Um on IMDb and you can watch our movies on Amazon Prime and you can listen to our podcast Mystery Pictorium right now and everything you can be a guest everything for free yeah we're f we're not cheap we're free yeah, you we guys are free. <laughs> mystery man anything to plug or any uh, mystery messages to agents uh, that need to get messages from you because you're an agent right Of course, secret I agent. Can be an agent. I mean, in, in, he worked in, in Washington. Yeah, we figured <laughs> we figured uh, that out. He worked for Donald Trump. Oh, that kind of agent. <laughs> Why did sure, you have yeah, to leave uh, the US after Trump left the White That's House? Interesting. As soon as, as soon as he left the White House, I left. <laughs> But yeah, nothing to plug. I'll, I'll find you. You don't find me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, that was it for this week. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.